in the shed. It's the podcast that gives you a little insight into our social distance lives based in rural central Bedfordshire and gives Primrose an activity to do as part of her home learning. Schooling. Learning. Schooling. Learning. Schooling. It's not, it's not really home school. It's not like those people that go to school at home all times of year. It's home learning. Subtle difference. Not a very subtle difference. Well, anyway, I'm Terry, and with me is Primrose. Hello, Prim. I've already said hello in this episode, but I'll say hello again. Hello! Thank you. Primrose, since our last episode, we've been written about in Luton Today and and Bedford Today, the newspaper uh, online things, and, and also we've been on BBC Three Counties Radio. How was that as an experience for you? It was, um... Pretty, like, unexpected when I um, heard that we might be going on BBC Three Counties Radio. That was unexpected. We only heard that earlier that day, and we were delighted to say yes to them. Shall I play a very short clip of us right at the start of yes. the interview with um, with Nana from BBC Three Counties? Yeah. Here's a short clip. Uh, they both join me on the line now. Hello, Terry. Hello, Primrose. Hello. 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 My just fell out. No, don't worry, Prim. Her earplug just fell out, but she's putting it back in. Hi, Nana. Thanks for thanks for speaking to us. We're very excited. Yeah. So, so talk to me then, Primrose. That was only the very start of uh, the seven minutes or so that we were talking on Free Counties Radio. But uh, I can confirm you got your earplug back in, and you were able to have a lovely chat. What was your favourite bit about that radio appearance? Um. I liked talking about Willy Bum Bum. <laughs> yes, saying Willy Bum Bum and Poo uh, Poo Head on BBC Radio. That was a highlight. Uh, also, you got to pick a song, didn't you, to play after? Yeah. And what song did you pick? Gimme, gimme. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Gimme a man <laughs> for me. I've become Vic Reeves on Shooting Stars, which is a programme that you have never seen and probably never will watch uh, from when I was. I don't like the sound of it. It was, uh, it was, it was popular back in the day uh, on BBC Two, before everyone had more channels. Anyway, uh, coming up in this episode of the podcast, Primrose and Terry in the Shed, we have a riddle for you first, and uh, we look forward to uh, seeing how many people get the riddle right today. We'll be talking about The Story Pirates, which is one of Primrose's favourite podcast series. Uh, We have a phone call with Primrose's friend Emma from school. We'll be talking about science kits, craft kits, and all those kits. This week, Primrose and I have started a cross-stitching kit Uh, But there have been other boxes of goodies that we've been opening up in the last couple of weeks. And that will be one topic of discussion coming up later. Thank you for everyone who's been sending emails and messages to us. We'll read some of those out. Uh, We will be also talking about the book called The Book With No Pictures as part of Primrose's book review series. Uh, We'll be solving the riddle. Mummy will be in the garden. And that will be about it. So, on to the riddle. Primrose, tell us what today's riddle is. What can you hear 
but not see or touch, even though you control it. Say that again. What can you hear, but not see or touch, even though you control it? Oh, that sounds riddle-tastic, Primrose. Uh, when are we going to tell people what the answer to the riddle is? So, at the end of the podcast? Yeah, near the end of the podcast. Good one. Thanks, Prim. That's OK. <laughs> So, we are going to talk about a podcast now. Not this podcast, but a different podcast. A podcast which Primrose has come to uh, like very much. Primrose, will you tell people what this podcast is? It's Story Pirates. And shall I tell you how I first came to listening it? Yeah, please do. I was in the car and it was on a really nighty, mo- noisy motor- um, motorway mm. and we were on a really long car journey. It was like, I want something to listen to. Mm. And then Daddy was like, OK, I'll put on this podcast. And I'd, well, at the time, I didn't know what it was. I couldn't hear much of it, but I could hear the things. And I could hear, like, Lee, stop the potions or something. Stuff like that. And that made me just like it. So The Story Pirates um, is a podcast which is ultimately about getting children to send in stories and then a group of grown-ups create those stories into some really interesting audio and sometimes songs as well. Is that a fair description, Prim? Yeah. Do you have any favourite songs or stories that you've heard from the Story Pirates podcast? It's how to make a basketball plant. How to make a basketball Basketball plant. plant. Yeah, we do like that song. (laughs) (laughs) And and the the beauty of it is, of course, the songs that they make in the podcast are now um, their own albums as well. So you can um, use Spotify or whatever and you can listen to... Backstroke, Velociraptor, or whatever it's called. There's loads of songs from the Story Pirates on albums. Backstroke Raptor. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was Velociraptor. What about the... What's the other one? Oh, yeah, Happy Fart Out Loud Day. A classic in in this Happy Fart Out Loud Day. It's day where you can fart out loud. Because Primrose liked this podcast, it actually uh, made me get in contact with the podcast a while ago as part of another podcast series I do, all about audio production called Fantastic Noise. And I spoke to Lee, who is, the, uh, I guess, one of the main people making the podcast, and he recorded this message for Primrose. Hey, Primrose, it's Lee from Story Pirates. I got your message. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and for telling me about your story about elephants and soccer, I would really love to read it or hear it sometime. So maybe your dad can send it to me if you're finished or when you're finished, but it sounds really, really great. So thanks for listening and talk to you soon. And maybe, Primrose, you could tell listeners what your story about elephants and soccer is all about. Um, Daddy, now known as Terry, mm. um, he likes Ride the Rovers comics that... They're about um, a football team, and the main character is Roy, and they say race use rocket and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> good, yeah. good analysis. Yeah. And then I got inspired to my, write my own one, and at the end there was a funny ending because yep. I, for some reason, I was trying. I actually was trying to draw a rabbit. Okay. But it turned into an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> well, Primrose basically created a comic then, for me. I think it was yeah. for my birthday. And then they said, and then um, one of the football players said, and Roy, that's a good sign. <laughs> the elephant's a sign of a good match. <laughs>
<laughs> it was quite the story. It was probably my favourite birthday present ever from and, Rose. And one of them, one page, I forgot to add the goalkeeper in goal. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so mum, because mummy was just um, writing, she said, oh, and there's no one in the goal. I'm going to belt it in. And then, and, then I, and then I quickly drawed the goalkeeper running to the side because it made more sense. <laughs> it was a collaborative effort. Mummy did lots of the words, didn't she, whilst you drew all the pictures. Uh, but you came up with what all the words should have been. It was really good. Anyway, so we, we sent that as a story for Lee to have a look at uh, for the we'll story post pirates. pages so you can read it. Yes, yes, yes. We can do that. We can share some of it on our uh, Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Primrose Terry Shed. But anyway, the story pirates, what I like about it, Primrose, is that it encourages you to think about making your own creative stories. In fact, it, it did do that. And you enjoy listening to it. And I enjoy listening to it. And uh, we often sing a lot of the songs. And some of the songs have a lovely message, such as that cats. cats sit on you and sometimes they take over the school. Cats sit on you and sometimes they take over the school. And, and, and also messages like, nothing is impossible. Uh, nothing is impossible. <laughs> you're just singing the album now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We thoroughly recommend, if you are a younger person and you're looking for something to listen to, uh, the Story Pirates podcast, and they're still making those podcasts at the moment, which is great. So if you find the Story Pirates podcast, uh, have a go downloading it or get your grown-up to to download it. Trying to tell people how to listen. Go and see it for yourself. Um, Gimlet Media, Story Pirates, thoroughly recommended. Okay, it's time for the phone call, yeah. The phone call part of the podcast where we speak to someone using the phone. Who are we speaking to today, Primrose? We're speaking to Emma. Who's Emma? She's my friend. Yeah, your friend, who you're friends with at school and we see around the village, except not so much recently. I I was friends with her when I was a baby. Yeah, and do you miss her? Yeah. Okay, let's see if she answers the phone. Let's give it a go. See if it starts... It's ringing, Prim. I wonder if she's going to answer. Hello, Primrose. Hello. Hello, is that Emma? Yeah. Hi, Emma. Thank you so much for talking to us uh, for the podcast. We really appreciate your time. Uh, Primrose has got a couple of uh, questions that she was going to ask you, if that's okay. Could you tell us about your brother, Emma? He is Luke and he is eight years old and... He's got an Xbox and he likes playing Minecraft. Do you like Minecraft, Emma? Yes. What could you? I'm ex- very good at it. Oh, could you explain it? Because I'm I'm not necessarily an expert in Minecraft, so I couldn't tell you much about it. Maybe you can explain a little bit about what it is. So it's basically like a whole square. All of it is made out of squares, and you can do whatever you want. And there's like some every single type of biome, jungle biomes. You can create any world you want, and it's really nice. And, and there are nice, pretty parrots. And it's and a computer paid. game, isn't it? It is a computer game, an Xbox game, literally. Now you can play it on iPad, any electricity. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. Thanks, Emma, for letting us know. But and, uh, and and is Luke okay? By the way, your brother. Yes. Good. 
I'm playing Xbox now. Ah, good for you. Um, what learning have you done since school has been closed, Emma? Um, I've been painting rocks and drawing and making rainbows in Minecraft and going out for walks, exercising, being a bicep for daddy and <laughs> very fun. Hang on, you're being what for daddy? <laughs> I'm being a dumbbell for daddy so then I can be his... So you're like his weight so he does weightlifting yeah. with you? Yeah. <laughs> That's quite the image. I know your daddy's very strong, so he needs he needs quite big weights probably to keep his arms going. So you're you're supplying that service. I'm the best dumbbell ever. <laughs> that sounds fun. Should I try that with you, Primus? Do you think I could lift you up with my arm? I don't think I could, could I? You probably could. Not quite strong know. enough. What, what tell us about your pets, Emma. What pets do you have? Uh, um I have a dog and some fish. That my dog's called Diesel, and he's really cute. And he's a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. Mm-hmm. And and he's a blue brindle. And his favourite colour's blue. How do you know that? Yeah, how do you know his favourite colour's blue? His favourite toys are blue. Oh, okay. Oh. That makes sense. That makes sense. At the moment, Emma, are you missing? Uh, school or are you happy that school isn't open i'm happy that school isn't open (laughs) so am i (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think that's exactly how primrose feels it's exciting not going into school it's like a long summer holidays except we make her do work and she misses her friends and seeing people. She definitely misses you, Emma. We know I, that. I definitely miss Especially going close I to people. Especially I do Primrose Day. I exceptionally miss going near people. I'm not allowed to go near people. Yeah. It's really annoying. I'm sorry, Emma, what were you just saying then about Primrose? I do miss Primrose. Oh, that's nice. More than anyone. Yeah. So do I. <laughs> oh, that's nice. And, and well... Um, it, we try and, we're trying to get you guys talking on, on video calls and things like that. I know it's not quite the same, and that, but when these, when these restrictions are lifted, I'm sure we'll get you guys playing again. We even talked about sleepover at some point, didn't we? Yay! Thank you, Emma, so much for talking to us. It's been lovely talking to you and getting your, your insight and your views, and we're looking forward to actually getting to spend some proper time with you again soon. It's lovely talking to you too. Thanks, Emma. All right, and well, we'll speak to you very soon. Bye-bye. Uh, thanks for coming for calling. Bye for now. Bye-bye. 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 We're going to talk about cross-stitching, uh, a subject which, despite some experience of uh, trying it this week, I know very little about. Uh, as part of the home learning activities, Primrose and I uh, go through a variety of tasks and things, and, and some of the stuff we do is inspired by uh, craft boxes and, and packs and, and, and things like that that we have in the cupboards. And one such uh, pack that we opened this week was a cross-stitching pack for starters, which, Primrose, in our hour or so of doing it, how do you feel it went? Not very good. Why do you think it went not very good? I kept on getting my stitches the wrong way around. 
<laughs> yes, we did have some... So did Daddy, to be honest. I mean, that wasn't just you. I think it takes a bit of practice. Cross-stitching, for us, involved um, some plastic grids, lots of yarn, and plastic needles. And I can see how this is a good introduction to stitch work, generally. I, I imagine, Primrose, we have people listening that have done lots of cross-stitching before. Oh, no. Tell them about what you were trying to do a cross-stitch pattern of. I was trying to do a cross-stitch pattern of a flower. And what was I doing? A love heart. A love heart. And how far did we get in an hour? I did one line. <laughs> yeah, and I did about one line as well. No, you did about a quarter of a line in the corner. Yeah, I did... Well, yes, I did, I did a part of two lines. <laughs> what, what, what were the big challenges then? Getting your needle the right way in and out? Which I... <laughs> I'm doing wrong. Yeah, well, we both kept on doing that wrong. And what else did we? What else did we struggle with? At the start, we didn't really know what to do. We looked at the box. We we're like, "Is this all the instruction we get?" And so, what did we have to do? We had to um, look at a video. Yes, we had to go on to that. Took YouTube. us about thirty minutes. <laughs> Not quite, but it did take us a while just to watch a video and try and work out how to even get started. So, Primrose, do you think? We should continue to try and cross-stitch. Once we've got the patterns done since we started it. Yeah, I think we should get the first pattern done. It'll take us a while. It might take us, like, a few weeks. It might be 2021 before we've got it finished. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to persevere, aren't we? Hopefully that is. What other activities have you enjoyed doing from um, our, like, boxes and games and things like that that we have this week? The crystal growing kit. Oh, tell us about the crystal growing kit from Rose. There are loads of different chemicals, goggles and gloves, and I made a crystallised garden and a shiny whelk, which is just turning shiny. I think we need to have another go, don't we, making crystals? Mm-hmm. And, and see if we can make it more crystally. Yeah. Also, a couple of weeks ago, Primrose, do you remember we opened up a space science experiment kit? Mm-hmm. What do you remember about the space kit? Um, it was um, all about the sun, and one of our experiments didn't really work. Well, which one didn't work? I mean, yeah, a couple the of The flap ones. one, which was meant to see the rocket flying. <laughs> yeah, there was a rocket launching one. Uh, there that was... worked, yeah. but the rocket launching one on paper. The rocket launching one on the paper? Wo- the moon's. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, one where we had to look at the different sorts of moon in terms of full moon and half work. moon. Yeah, we didn't do that one properly. Uh, what about the one where we had to drop things from a high object to make it look like the man on the moon, like in some flower, and to see the patterns that were left when you drop things into flower from a high distance? Do you remember? Yeah, that didn't work. No, no, but we did have some fun with the the rocket launching, as you say, and, and other science experiments. So those sorts of kits, those craft kits and science kits and fun children's kits, we're having a mixed uh, variety of success, aren't we, Primrose? So which which of the kits do you think has been the best so far? Not many of them. Actually. No. Well, I mean, we appreciate having them. They're worth trying, and uh, this is a great time to be trying them. If you are a listener who has had some success or non-success with a craft kit or a science kit, do get in touch with us and tell us all about it. How can they get in touch, Primrose? Primrose Terry Shed at gmail.com.
facebook.com. Yeah, and you can also contact us on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Primrose Terry Shed. It's the part of the podcast where we read your emails and your messages. Yes, and thank you everyone for sending uh, your correspondence since the last podcast. Uh, We heard, Primrose, from Mary from Daddy's Work. Now, Mary listened to uh, BBC Three Counties when we were on that, and where we were talking about the smart speaker, and Nana from uh, BBC Three Counties suggested we ask our smart speaker to do some rapping... Uh, Mary found that very amusing. But then she also uh, got in touch saying, I have a challenge for you. I challenge you or Primrose to read out one of my rhymes, the fidgety flips googler, in one of your next podcasts. But you need to do it in a Scottish accent. Are you up for it, Primrose? Daddy's going to do that. Well, I, I'm rubbish at a Scottish accent. Scotland, man. Yeah, see, you can do it. So if I just find... Oh... I'm not very good at doing Bonnie Lad either. This is the this is the poem. Let's see if we can do a few lines. Um, Primrose, it says, Have you ever heard of the fidgety Fitz Googler? He's a truly remarkable bird that cannot sit, keep still for more than a second. And don't you think that's absurd? Do you want to try and say that in a Scottish accent? Oh, ach, ach, you got away with words. That's how bad my Scottish accent is when I'm reading Roy of the Rovers when there's a Scottish character. Um, there are loads of Scottish characters in Roy Race for some reason. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the fidgety... No, that didn't work. Fidgety Fitzgoogler. Fitzgoogler. I can't read that. Flipsgoogler. He's a truly remarkable bird. He cannot keep still for more than a second. And don't you think that's observed? <laughs> At the end, I got my confidence back. Oh, well done, Prim. I mean, we won't go through the rest, but thank you, Mary, for that challenge. Challenge accepted, I think you'll find. Hello to Grandma Sue. We spoke to her in the last podcast we did, Primrose, and she sent in an email since saying, uh, Hello, uh, I'm loving listening to the shows, and I make a cuppa and sit in the garden to catch up on what you've been all doing. And she tells us that she's been making a bug box. Uh, We could maybe make one with Mummy in the garden, encourage listeners to make one as well. Uh, We could use bits of the tree that we've cut down. What have we been doing with that tree, or what are we planning to do with that tree that you cut down? We're planning to make it into a mini beast turtle. Yeah. By drilling holes in it and filling it with leaves and pine corn. So, so I think we're on a similar wavelength, Grandma Sue. I think we've, uh, we're kind of thinking similar thoughts there. Thank you for getting in touch. Hello to Rachel Gardner, Primrose. Rachel is the mummy of your friend from school. Yasmin. Yasmin. And Rachel says, Primrose's song choices are brilliant. Uh, I can't believe I missed their interview on BBC Three Counties. Don't worry, if you go on the Facebook page, you'll see we've put a link to it there. I think the podcasts are totally fabulous. Uh, thank you, Rachel, very much for getting in touch. Really appreciate it. And hello to Lindsay over the road, who's also got in touch to show us, Primrose, that she's able to listen to the podcast in her car. And look what happens on her car screen. 
Can you describe that to the listeners? Geocaching Jenny Bunny and... But what is that? Like, what if you if that came up on my car, how would you explain it to listeners who can't um, see this picture? Well, I'd um, explain it as our logo. Mm-hmm. And with, in white um, capital letters, geocaching Jenny Bunny and DIY slime. I mean, it was brilliant to have a picture of this. It shows that Lindsay listens to our podcast in the car in a very fancy way. Uh, I I would really like to find out how other people listen to our podcast. Grandma Sue likes to listen whilst having a cup of tea in the garden. Uh, if you would like to contact us and tell us how you listen to the podcast, or if you want to get in touch about any of the other topics we've brought up in Primrose and Terry in the Shed, what should they do, Primrose? You can go to primroseterryshed at gmail.com. Yep, and uh, the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash... Primrose Terry Shed. It's the book review. The book review. Primrose loves reading, and so she loves to review the books she's read. She's chosen a book this time, which she first read a few years ago, but it's a classic in our house, and it only really works if someone is reading it to Primrose. Is that fair? Yeah. It's by... B.G. Norway. B.J. Novak. Close. And the book is called... The Book With No Pictures. And so is it actually a book with no pictures? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. You, you've actually now started reading books that have no pictures. But what makes this one a bit different? Because it's really funny. Tell us why. Tell, tell, give me an example of what's funny about it. They have to make silly sounds. Who has to make silly sounds? You! What, so if I'm the reading money. it, I have to read, make silly sounds? I think this needs more explaining, Primrose. People that have never seen this book aren't going to understand. Shall I read a passage from it? Would that make it make more sense? Okay, so um, next up, my dad's going to sing a song. <laughs> what? That's not what I promised. I said I was going to read some of this book. Which bit am I going to read? The, the, the song. Oh, okay. I'm going to join in with this. It's a duet. It's the best classic ever. Okay. Basically, in this book, um, the whole point of it is that we have to, uh, as grown-ups, read whatever the book tells us to say. And that's the challenge. Okay. So, I'll, I'll start from uh, page whatever we're on. <clears throat> and now it's time for me to sing you my favourite song. A song? Do I really have to sing a... Glug, 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 my face is a bug. I eat ants for breakfast right off the rug. What? What? This book is ridiculous. Can I stop reading yet? No! There are more pages. Yes! I have to read the rest. Yes! And so on. Uh, in fact, this book is full of stuff like this. Things that we've had to say and because, because of this book include I am a robot monkey. Uh, oh, this bit at the end where... I don't want to give away everything about this book. I just want to read the end bit. Glub, gagawak, maglumsy, adu, ay, 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 brog, oomph, eemph, badoingy face. Badoingy face. And that, was, that was a very good reading. My favourite page is the end bonk. I really didn't want to say that. Mm. <laughs> it's a very silly book, which I've enjoyed reading numerous times, and Primrose never seems to get bored of being entertained by. I'm just opening up a random page, and it says, 
and my head is made of blueberry pizza. And that sums it all up, really. Uh, Primrose, the book with no pictures by B.J. Novak. It looks serious. It's actually ridiculous. What would you give it out of ten? I... How does it compare? I basically give it ten. Ten out of ten. Is it because the sort of book it is, it's aimed at a slightly younger audience, it's aimed at adults reading it out to the children, you think it's one of the best ever? Fair? Yeah. And uh, what would you say then if someone um, were to ask you, should I buy this book for my small person? I'd say yes. Primrose, she says yes. Uh, thank you, Primrose, for that review of The Book With No Pictures by B.J. Novak, another stupendous book review. Warning! This book is ridiculous if you do buy it. I said I'm warning you. Thanks for the warning. We are going to show you the answer to a riddle. Well, not show you, tell you. What was what was the riddle, Primrose? What can you hear but not see or touch, even though you control it? Hopefully some of you have guessed the answer. We would love to know. Yeah, what can you hear but not see or touch, even though you control it? What's the answer? Your voice. Ah, yes, I can hear my voice, but I can't see or touch it, although, Primrose... Thanks to the wonders of uh, audio editing technology, I can edit it. <laughs> and I edit our voices every time I put this podcast together. <laughs> hey, thank you, Primrose. And will there be another riddle again next time? Yes, there will. Okay, so another riddle coming up in the next episode. But for now, thank you very much, Primrose, for your riddle-tastic riddle. <laughs> okay, it's time for Mummy in the Garden. Yay! Hello, Mummy! Hello, Primrose! For Mummy in the Garden, we will be doing um, some woodlouse experimenting. Shall we go around and have a look? Okay, yes! Maybe you can explain what, what you mean by woodlouse experimenting. Well, we mean a choice chamber, of course. Yeah! A choice chamber. Let's. Pi- can you picture it? So it's like... A Lego model with four things in the middle where the woodlice can choose where they want to be. Yes, it's like a house for woodlice and we set up a scientific experiment because we wanted to find out what sort of habitat woodlice preferred because your science topic at school is, is habitats and, and living and things. things. So can you remember the four types of house that you set up for the woodlice to choose? I set up light and dry, light and wet, dark and dry, and dark and wet. Well remembered, yes. And can you remember your prediction? Look, we've got it written down here on the um, whiteboard. You predicted that woodlice will prefer dark and dry. That's because they live in wood and wood's normally dry. I can see your logic. So what we could do now, live for the podcast if you wanted to, is because this experiment's been running for about three hours, we could count the number of woodlice in each of the sections. Okay. So there are zero in the light... Light and dry, zero. Okay, let's have a look in the light and wet. Zero in there. So let's try the dark and 
Oh, we just got to take the lids off. They did have lots of air throughout, didn't they? So they were nice and safe. How many in the dark and dry? One. 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 So in there's the one in the dark and dry. Let's have a look in the dark and wet then. Let's have a look. Oh my goodness, I can see some crawling around. So there's one. Two, Two, three, three four, four, five. So that means we've had some escape, but looking at those results, what could we conclude about where wood lice prefer? They like wet and dark. It looks to me like that's correct, Primrose. Most of the wood lice went into the little chamber that was dark and damp. Um, and I think it's important to say, Primrose, just in case any of your friends want to do this, how did we look after the wood lice's needs during the experiment? We gave them air and we gave them food. Yes, we thought about their habitat and what they ate. So we put dried leaves, bark, twigs, old wood, new leaves, so that they were comfortable. And Primrose, the experiment is concluded now, so what shall we do with these wonderful wood lice? Um, we're going to put them back where they belong. Which was where? In the wood. Yeah, we're going to head back over to the wood, gently use our paintbrush, scoop them out of the choice chamber and put them back in their proper habitat. So we can conclude that we know something about wood lice now based on our own experiment. So, um, Mummy, thank you for Mummy in the Garden. Another classic Mummy in the Garden that hopefully will never be forgot. <laughs> I don't know, because <laughs> I'm not an expert. <laughs> That's okay. Thanks for having me. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Primrose and Terry in the Shed. Yes, uh, this episode was presented by Primrose Lee and Terry Lee, produced by Primrose Lee, edited by Terry Lee. Yeah, with imaging and music by Primrose Lee. And our artwork was made by the marvellous. Stu Stu Elvin. Yeah, Stu with a double O. Thank you, Stu, for that marvellous artwork. Thank you for joining us, Primrose and Terry, in the shed. Bye bye. Bye bye. 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 Bye.